In Night of the Demons, Angela and Suzanne invite their fellow teenagers to party in an abandoned mortuary, but the body parts start flying when some of the group get possessed by demons. It all takes place on Halloween night, so perfect to finish off the Octoberthon. Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight. Happy Halloween. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Whoa, great dick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> not bodacious boobies, no. Well, I had to change it up since uh, uh, you're not my big sister. <laughs> very, very true. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, yes, welcome everyone. This is the final episode of October. This is uh, This will be getting out publicly on Halloween. Uh, or mm -hmm. uh, a day earlier on Patreon, but patrons will be getting a bonus episode on Halloween, so they they still get something on the final day of the month. Do they deserve it? Yes, because <laughs> they pay money. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the simple mm -hmm. uh, 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 what's the phrase I'm looking for? It's, it's the simple it. <laughs> uh, necessities pr provide service. Uh, capitalism? It's capitalism, yeah. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I was trying to be fancy with how I phrased it, but the words just weren't coming to me. So yeah, it's capitalism. Uh, but it's yes, a welcome. very pro-capitalism podcast, so. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> if we could abolish the whole system, Tim, I'd be all right with it. <laughs> Instead, uh, we implement some type of uh, trick-or-treating system where, <laughs> hey, if you, if you wear a mask, uh, people just give you money. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm alright with that. <laughs> so yes, welcome everyone. Uh, we're here today on the final episode of October uh, to round out the October Thon with Night of the Demons, which is a Halloween set movie from 1988. Uh, it's one that we've not got to before, obviously. So we're here to. I could have sworn we did it before, but <laughs> we definitely did not. No. Okay. <laughs> I have seen it before. I've seen it once before this, but uh, mm. it wasn't for the show. It was just kind of a random. View. Okay. Probably, probably about a decade ago now, if I was to guess. Oof. So when you were about in your mid thirties, <laughs> I'm in my mid thirties now. You prick. <laughs> also younger than you. Something I feel like I have to point out every time you make an age joke for some reason. But yes, welcome, welcome. Uh, so yes, we'll start spoiler free, of course, as we always do, and we'll uh, we'll warn you before we dive into the spoilies. But uh, the basic gist of this one is quite simple. Spoilies, <laughs> spoilies. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've said that before on here. Mm. I don't know. I feel like I would have picked up on it. <laughs> it's a very uh, Nana way of saying spoilers. Nana? <laughs> Thought it was being more happy and young and done with the, what the kids say. Nope, you're a Nana. <laughs> Look, just because you're a father of two now, stop trying to make me sound like mm. a grandparent, all right? Just to make yourself feel better, okay? <laughs> so... Basic gist of Night of the Demons is that a bunch of teenagers on Halloween night go for a small party in an old uh, uh, funeral home, basically. An old uh, funeral home and crematorium. <laughs> and once there, uh, some evil demon spirit possesses one of them, and it gets a bit evil daddy, I suppose is the easiest <laughs> sure. way to just describe it. Uh, mm -hmm. But that's the basic gist of it. Uh, there's a lot of gratuitous nudity with some practical effects. <laughs> And yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. One but, in particular that might freak me out more than any other movie. <laughs> interesting. 
<laughs> we'll have to see. We'll have to see what that is. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll just jump straight into the question, Tim. Well, first mm-hmm. of all, actually, before I ask you how you found it, uh, was this your first time watching it? Oh no, I've seen this like uh, I, I've definitely seen it a handful of times. Like, um, it, it's not like a staple. Like, it's not like I've seen it like twenty times or whatever. But um, I've definitely seen it. You know, more than a few. Like, you know, this is probably. Maybe between four and five. I feel like, um, yeah, I probably saw at some point in my t- probably about early twenties. I-, I remember having a friend of mine show it. Uh, that like we used to watch like movies at his house, and I, I think at some point he was like, "Oh, like you never seen this? We gotta check it out." Um, During the Reagan administration, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Reagan's son, <laughs> um, who's not as old. <laughs> um the uh but yeah uh, i enjoyed it then and then it's also you know since it is kind of you know a halloween set movie it's one that i always feel like uh i don't i don't come back to every halloween but usually around the halloween season i'm like uh, oh maybe this is one i should watch so i feel like over the years i watched it a handful of times uh now and again um so yeah it's uh, uh i guess i'll go into my thoughts then uh about oh, please it please do uh, yes please do. because Obviously, if I've you know, watched it multiple times, then I, I yeah I must have some affection for it. Um, I I think this movie's a, a heck of a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's you know it, it's very cheesy, but uh, again, you know this is the at least for me I'm I I assume we'll, we'll, you know we might be on a similar wavelength, but we'll see. You never know. But like you know, to me, this is the kind of eighties cheese the you know that I that I like that I actually kind of crave. Uh, sometimes uh, you know it's a lot of fun you got very like over the top memorable characters uh a lot of them just you know being like the biggest assholes uh that they can be so um those are always a, a ton of fun um and then just there's just like a lot of weirdness uh to it that i really like a lot <laughs> um yeah and uh like you said like you know there's some practical special effects which i actually think are you know, there's some that aren't like outstanding, but there, I think there are, you know, enough that are pretty fun and some fun deaths. Uh, and you know, it's a, a nice breezy 90 minutes. And, um, and again, you know, it's set on Halloween and you have like people in costumes and stuff. So it does kind of get me in that fall Halloween vibe. So I, you know, I, I enjoy this one quite a bit. I think it's a lot of fun. And Linnea Quigley's boobs. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't really. Uh, I, I didn't really know her uh, off the top of my head, but then I was looking at her, at her IMDb, and I was like, oh, she's she's kind of like she, yeah, uh, she's like royalty. A, she's like a B-movie scream queen. Uh, yeah, she's doing quite yeah. a bit of stuff. Yeah, if you look at her credits, particularly in the 80s and early 90s, she's in <laughs> a lot of uh, stuff. But yeah, so she's kind of the star. Uh, not that she's necessarily the lead actor, per se, but she's definitely the biggest <clears throat> name in the horror world coming out of this. So She, she has a lot of the more memorable lines and scenes. Yeah, well, the movie kind of makes uh, Angela, or I said, I said a movie. The series kind of makes Angela kind of the central one because of the sequels. Uh, but mm-hmm. if I, had Which I didn't a... even realize there was, uh, sorry, uh, I didn't even realize that there, there was. I thought there was like a sequel, but I guess there's two. And there's two. A remake, I, I believe. But yeah, I've not um... seen the remake. I, I've seen the sequel. I have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah, I know. Uh, Scream Factory just put out. Uh, yeah, the, the second and third one on Blu-ray, so I, I probably will have to pick those up at some point. Um, Actually, my history with this series, uh, even though I didn't mm-hmm. know it at the time, I had actually already seen the third one some time ago, 
And when I say oh, some time ago, I'm talking like when I was like 11, I saw the third one. Oh, well. <laughs> but I never realized it was part of a series. And then <laughs> even when I saw this movie, because it had a different title uh, oh. in the UK, which was, it was called Demon House. And it's really crappy. It's a really shit movie. Uh, but, okay, that's surprising. Um, but there was kind of like just enough like couple of things when I watched this that I recognized just one or two like visuals that I, I sort of looked that movie up and realized, oh no, that is actually Night of the, the Demons 3 that I, I mm. saw long ago and don't remember much of, but remembering it being very cheap <laughs> and very crappy. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about the sequel some other time though when we actually you know do them. But uh night of the demons mm-hmm. uh I, I i do think it's fun i, I agree that it's got that sort of horror cheese that i, I kind of like um i think if i'm going to critique it is that i think once mm-hmm. they all get to the party location the building mm-hmm. the movie kind of stops having a structure at that point <laughs> and <laughs> sure. it, it just it, it's pretty i won't say random per se but like there's no way we're going to recount the events that happen in most of this movie just mm-hmm. in order because they don't flow in a way where you can remember the order of them. They're very mm. haphazard, like who's grouped off with who, then when mm-hmm. they run into each other again, and then who runs it, to, then they split again, then they run into each other. You know, there's a lot of back and forth like that. So the structure's a little mm-hmm. bit off, uh, but there is fun practical effects. Um, <laughs> the dialogue isn't great, and the performances aren't necessarily great to go <laughs> along with it either, but it's kind of over that, that line of just being fun mm-hmm. cheesy as opposed to like painful to sit through. So <laughs> when certain characters say kind of weird over the top lines, uh, it's more fun by and large than it is uh, mm-hmm. cringy. So yeah, I, I would say I have a good time, but it's definitely mm-hmm. you know it's, a, it's it's got a ceiling. It's got a ceiling where I'm like, yeah, I recommend this for what it is, but you know, it's, <laughs> oh sure, there's a reason why it's not brought into conversation when you're talking about the Evil Dead movies is because it's not right. as good as those. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think it's a fun uh, party movie. Like I like I did watch this by myself, but you know I I do think you know the best setting might be kind of you know if you're hanging around with a couple of friends and you want to watch a you know a couple of horror movies, preferably around the Halloween time. Like this is a fun one to throw on, and you know you don't have to pay, play super close attention, but you know it's uh it, it's fun. You'll have some laughs and and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's good for that. Yeah, we got a whole cast of characters here. Uh, we have our, our main innocent girl, uh, Judy, mm-hmm. who's dressed very innocently. <laughs> like, she's got the blue and white kind of made. What, what Disney character is this she doing? I I, I want to say Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I can see Alice, yeah. I, yeah. I was racking my brain as I was like, okay, this is definitely a Disney like princess or something, but I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't quite place which one it was. Uh, so you got her. That's you got, you got to get Matt on the line. <laughs> Matt, who is this? <laughs> No, no, the less talk about Disney on this show, the better. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, you've got her date, um, who is... Jay. Jay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got kind of this this oddball trio, one who I kept calling Bebop throughout the movie. Because, well, one is because he had like a fake pig nose on at the start. Yes. But two is because his personality was kind of like a Bebop and Rocksteady. That, that tracks, yeah. So yeah. I, I was just calling him Bebop. That's not his name. His name's Stooge, no. but still, I was calling him Bebop. Uh, I got... always, like, forget his name because I always think it is something pig-related. Like, like when I was trying to think, it's like, oh, like, his name is, like, ham or pork or something like that, right? And it's like, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's just he oh. just wears a pig nose for most of the movie. It's just, well, it's a Halloween outfit. He's, he's going <laughs> as, as a pig. Well, <laughs> just the nose, I suppose, but, yeah, yeah. that's what it is. 
Uh, and then you got he comes with a guy named Roger, who's our one black character. Who? Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't really talk about that till spoilers. But yeah, you know, so he's there. He's dressed as a pirate, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then they come with a woman named uh, Helen, I think was her name. Uh, and then you've mm-hmm. got the two girls who are throwing the party, which is Suzanne, played by Linnea Quigley, who's kind of got this, I don't know, old school but slightly pink outfit on. <laughs> and then Angela, who's got sort of like a black wedding dress style get up. Mm-hmm. Um so th- th- that's your kind of main character. And then, of course, you've got uh, the other guy who wants Judy, but is kind of, you know, he-, he shows up being kind of aggressive about it at the start. So he, he, came- he seems like the dick of the movie, and that's um, yeah. Sal is that character. So that's <laughs> all the main cast, I think, from yeah, no, uh, Yeah, that- that's right. Uh, I mean, <laughs> unless you want to talk uh, about the old guy. <laughs> no, no, I apologize. I forgot about a pair. There's a, there's a, so Sal's friend is dressed as a doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh He's a dude. I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> and then his girlfriend uh, is dressed in Just, green. She's in a green yeah. spandex <laughs> thing. A, I, I don't yeah. even know what it is. Uh, but she, she's there too. I forgot about mm-hmm. them uh, because they come up later. Who knows what their names are? Oh, <laughs> they're, they're the most forgettable, I would say, of the bunch. Was it Franny and Max? Because I'm seeing that a Franny and right. Max in here. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. Sh- I feel like I've never seen an Asian woman named Franny before. But I mean, if that, if that was her name, then that was her name. That sounds about right. It was the eighties. Okay. Kind of yeah, no, she has, just... uh, it's her photo. The, the dude doesn't have a picture of himself, but she does. So okay, I think that's who they are. Max and Franny. Yeah. At the very least, I'll give them at least a little bit of credit for being like somewhat diverse cast. Like at least it's not entirely all white people. Uh no, no, that's true. Uh. <laughs> I've got some more thoughts on that, but I have to save them for spoilers. Of course, yeah. But uh, yeah, I do have thoughts on the diversity <laughs> of, of the movie. Um, so yeah, you, you've got you've got an sort of interesting mix of a cast. Um, some of the guys are just complete assholes and horn dogs. Some of the girls are just really <laughs> flirty and slutty. I mean, the <laughs> opening of the movie for for Linnea Quigley Suzanne is that she's <laughs> distracting the two guys working in a store by intentionally bending over and showing her underwear whilst Angela cleans out the store for all the supplies they want for the party. Like, that's how this movie opens, mm-hmm. uh, more or less, right? It's not the very first scene, but it's it's like the introduction to that character. So it's like, okay, yeah. we're, we're doing sleaze. So if you're in the mood for a sleaze a good time, you're going to get some of it here. Uh, so I, I do like at least that she kind of like... Uh... I feel like she owns her sexuality a little bit, you know, like she's, yeah. you know, she's, uh, she's not afraid to be like, you know, uh, Hey, I, you know, I, I like the way I look and I'll use it, you know, uh, to my advantage. If these horn dogs want to, you know, glare at me or whatever, like one could argue cool. exploiting her sexuality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to exploit. I mean, it's for, for, yeah. I mean, fair game, I suppose, but, um, but very, very much, uh, a little tactician, shall we say, at least early yeah. on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's the, that's, that's the, the rundown of the cast. And, uh, yeah, there's a, an, an old man we'll talk about who's in the opening of the movie, <laughs> uh, who has a me- memorable couple moments. It has to be yeah. said. So, um, yeah, almost has I, literally nothing to do with the plot of the movie. <laughs> I, like, I always forget that, like, oh, yeah, this is a thing in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he, he basically just bumps into one of the characters at the start, and that's it. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, you just see him again later on, just as like a little joke scene, <laughs> and that's about yeah. it. So, yeah, uh, but no, it, it's a fun time. Like, I, I just don't want to oversell it as like one of the great lost gems of the eighties because it's it's kind of like, no, it's fun. It's it's not one of the best movies of the eighties by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> it's not it's not up to that kind of standard. But like you say, it's a it's a fun ninety minutes, and there's some fun practical effects, and some of the characters are memorable. Uh, yeah like uh, i feel like it's kind of in the middle of you know it's not like a you know uh like a a must watch halloween movie where you know it's kind of broken through the mainstream but i wouldn't say it's like you know like a a hidden gem either like most horror fans will know of it um Mm -hmm. you know even if they haven't seen it they probably maybe at least know the reputation or i've seen like the cover art or something not to be um, confused of course with night of the demon uh the movie we did on a bonus episode that was a right. sasquatch one that's the one where the dude gets his dick ripped off yeah yep <laughs> if you're yeah, if, if you're not on the patreon uh what are you doing <laughs> you're missing gold like that <laughs> uh, there be blood in them penis hills mm-hmm. so uh <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I, I suppose we'll give the spoiler warning then so we can dive in and talk about everything that happens in the movie and talk about mm-hmm. the characters so spoilers from this point on for night of the demons uh so mm-hmm. yeah credit to roger uh the black character because he was mm-hmm. kind of like so underdeveloped like he was it felt like the movie was mostly ignoring him in that first like mm-hmm. half hour that I thought he was definitely going to die first and live up to the stereotype. <laughs> right. And then somehow he ends up being the final boy along with <laughs> along with the final girl. He's the he's the yeah. he, he's one of two survivors at the end. He makes it all the way to the end. And mm. I, I was like I was I was stunned. I was like, it's almost subverting my expectations here. So <laughs> uh fair play. <laughs> yeah, no, he he actively like make some smart decisions like as soon as things get oh, like yeah he wants so immediately as soon as the first sign of something spooky is going on he's like <laughs> i want out of here yeah <laughs> uh you know what's funny is i so i actually watched this like uh quite early this morning just because um uh i, I was hoping to watch it last night but then ended up not having that much time and then you know scheduling and stuff had to make sure yeah get it watched before we record tonight so uh, I, I watched it like early in the morning when I woke up to take the dogs out and I I do have the Blu-ray for this, but Wait, were you uh, hon, were you watching it like did you have like you know in the honey extra the kids he's got the helmet and he's got the things dangling in front of him? <laughs> did you have the phone dangling off the helmet as you were walking the dogs? No, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> like I like I, I, I got up um so i mean not that anyone cares but uh, i i usually have to get up early because the dogs usually like to go out like around six or so and then it was still like a little dark so i basically watched the movie after i took them out and then i ended up taking them uh for a walk afterwards and then um pretty much like right before everyone else in the house started waking up um but so what's funny though uh and again no one's gonna care about this but uh what's funny though is uh, i do have the blu-ray for it but it was in the room that Gemma was sleeping in so i couldn't go and get it but it is streaming on shutter so <laughs> where, I, where, where most people keep their horror movies with the uh the second <laughs> child of the family and, and their room <laughs> well uh, again i can't stress this enough how little people will care about this but i did used to have <laughs> I did used to have all uh, of my movies on the shelves uh, that are next to my TV, but I in the living room. But then I took those out, 
so that I could uh, actually put comic books on those shelves because I, just, uh, I like looking at comic books, uh, <laughs> like looking at the spines of them. And then uh, so I moved because <laughs> I, I have too many comic books in my closet. So then I moved uh, all the movies and stuff to the <laughs> the guest room closet. Uh, which is where Gemma is sleeping right now uh, as she's kind of going through her sleep training. Uh, but I am actually reorganizing my closet now. So Wait, hold on. Kinda... Ah, ah, ah. There's, there's, I've got questions here. Hold on. Okay. Before you be very further. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wouldn't this just be Gemma's room then? Why is it the guest room still? Um, does, because... does, is there another room you've got ready for her in a couple of years? <laughs> like, well, she, she's going to, you know, her and Wyatt are going to bunk you know, okay. together in the same room, but they're kind of... Uh, you know, their, their sleep schedules are a little bit off and Gemma still kind of cries a little bit in the night, so don't want okay, to. Okay. But that's not permanent, right? Eventually one of them's getting the right. guest room, right? I assume. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Just whether both toddlers <laughs> or whatever, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. That was important. Anyway, so you didn't want to do a Mission Impossible style heist to get past your right. sleeping daughter. Yes. So you instead <laughs> So I I went to watch it on Shutter because it, it's uh you know it's available on Shutter. Oh. And wh- I don't know if you know this, but when you turn on the Shutter app, um, yeah, the screen, the, yeah, it's like the TV ah! app. <laughs> There's that, but the uh, when you do it through, I don't think it does this on your phone, but like when you uh, play the the app on the TV, um, there's like a there's a section where it like. Uh, is playing like live movies. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it's on the browser version as well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, here's the whole point of this long story that no one cares about. When I turned they the app it, on, Tim. they love it. <laughs> when I turned the app on, what do you think was playing? But Night of the Demons. But at the very end, it was uh, like around the scene where like Roger is climbing like the like barbed wire. Uh, oh, so like pretty close. Fence. Yeah, that's so, like yeah. five minutes before the end. Yeah, uh, but I just you know, I chuckled to myself and I said, huh, "What are the odds?" Uh, <laughs> and then I said uh, to the 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 Shutter app, I said, "You know, thank you for putting this movie on, but I must start at the beginning." <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I always bug me whenever I have Shutter and that like sort mm-hmm. of live stream channels playing. I always think, mm-hmm. like, why don't they have like a schedule you can look at? So if you want yes. to, like, not, yes. not, not, <laughs> so, not so you can like obviously all the things that are playing on it will be on the streaming service anyway but more just so you know when the next thing is going to start because you never just show up and something just started it's always exactly halfway yeah. through or, or whatever <laughs> it just, it'd just be nice to have hey the next movie mm-hmm. starting at this time just so if, if you want to do a bit of a, a you know a random spin <laughs> the wheel see what movie you land on kind of night you could but yeah. preach it <laughs> anyway so yes night of the demons we're, we're getting into it uh so the movie after a, a little animated intro where there's like some drawings of like a spooky mm-hmm. house and stuff um i like that's getting me in the mood for yeah uh, it's halloween. halloween it's very halloween yeah. it's very halloweeny yeah. you know mm-hmm. not like the movie halloween just like the vibe of halloween the holiday in general mm-hmm. um and we're introduced to bebop <laughs> uh, roger and helen who are driving and Bebop's just being awful to everyone in the car. He's a piece <laughs> of shit. Like, right away, you get it. But he notices that there's an old man walking down the side <laughs> of the street. And he decides to swap places, because he's the one driving. He swaps with the girl, and he decides this is a fine opportunity to pull down his trousers 
and show off his underwear, which has got a pumpkin on it. <laughs> and he says something, he yells something at the old man as they're driving slowly yeah. past. And the old man's very bitter. And he's like, oh, the effing kids, I hate them. I hope they all rot in hell. <laughs> but that's not why this scene's memorable. This scene is memorable mm. because a minute later, Judy... Well, actually, someone else bumps into him, right, and drops mm. all of his stuff, right, because he's carrying some groceries. And he, mm. he's picking them up, and he's, like, moaning and complaining. And there's a tap on the shoulder, and it's Judy, our main girl, our, our final girl. Mm-hmm. And she's offering to help him pick things up. And he tells her to piss off. <laughs> right and the way he tells it to piss off is he says i don't want your help you little whore <laughs> pretty normal, normal I, reaction i'm like okay this, this old man's my first favorite character of this movie <laughs> uh, i hope there's a lot more of them there wasn't there's one more scene of them no. but I, I, that, this did get a reaction out of me uh, luckily mm. judy's little brother tops it in about two minutes <laughs> but. <laughs> but uh yeah i mean we can't like uh so obviously he's already like dialed up to 11 there but then you know as if you couldn't already tell that well this guy uh maybe might not be the nicest person around he starts picking up his groceries and then you know starts doing almost like a little villain rant or something where he's like, you're like, Oh, those kids will pay as he picks up razor blades and an apple. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Oh gee, what, where this is going. <laughs> so Judy goes home and she's like mm-hmm. talking on the phone with her, mm-hmm. her date. Uh, what was Jay? Jay. He's like, Hey, I'm not ready mm-hmm. yet. I was staying after class, blah, blah. And he's explaining on the phone that they're not going to the school dance. They're going to go to this private party thrown by Angela. Who's a classmate. And mm-hmm. Judy thinks, oh, she's a bit of a weirdo, but okay, you want to go, I'll go. And, I mean, actually, this starts off being kind of sleazy because she does this thing where she's not, she's still got her tops on, but she pulls down <laughs> her underwear, like her panties, and like just bends over for the camera just to get a, a, a nice good look as she's getting changed. And then she's walking around in her bra and she opens her closet and her little brother, who's like 12, 13, with, he's got mm-hmm. a Halloween mask on and he scares her. And then she screams and says, oh, you little shit, what are you doing in here? This, this isn't right. He pulls off his mask and says, whoa, sis, those are bodacious boobies. <laughs> so, I mean, that, 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 I mean, look, the only reason why this isn't even funny, this is pretty funny. The only reason mm-hmm. why it's not as funny as it might be is because we've actually already seen this be topped in another movie. If you remember Elves... <sighs> Yes, yes, that's what it was. Yes. I, I I feel like maybe that's why I thought we did this movie before, because I'm like, I'm pretty sure we had, like, a lengthy conversation about <laughs> this weird, like, interaction between a brother and sister, like, uh, <laughs> complimenting the sister's body. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because Elves was where the, the little brother said, uh, you've got huge effing tits, and I'm going to tell everyone I saw them. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that was elves. So that's that's more extreme. So that therefore is the king of this more type of moment. But I did get a good chuckle out of this weird interaction. And honestly, I'm I'm actually a little upset. This kid brother's not in more of the movie because he has a lot of like little just try hard lines in the, in yeah. his couple of scenes here as he's like talking to Sal who tries to like knock on the door for Judy. And then he mm-hmm. says a few things to Jay when he comes to pick her up. You know, he's mm-hmm. the, I think Jay's saying, oh, you're lucky to have her as a big sister. She's such a, a nice girl. And he goes, oh, yeah, because you're dater for her personality <laughs> and not her huge cha-chas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and, uh, I mean, I, 
I hate to say this because it, it, it is problematic, but I, I couldn't help but laugh when I, I think I think it's like Jay or something that when he, he walks away and he just like uh, he says a bad word for, you know, uh, people that we don't say anymore. Uh, but I don't know, just like coming off him and like his delivery, I, I thought it was it's funny uh, in that moment, even though I'm actually yeah. not sure what word you're talking about. What type of person used to get described with this word? Uh, you know, it, it's it's a hateful word used for gay people. He okay, he, okay, he, okay. He right. says it under his breath, so maybe it's. I, 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 just, I, with I wasn't sure if it was that so. or the R word or a racial oh, slur. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. I wasn't sure what genre of word we were in there. Sorry. So I mean, obviously, you know, not a, a good word to say. We don't say it anymore. But in the context of you know the the time and place, like just like in his delivery uh, of it, it was very amusing to me. Okay. But, okay. Uh, um, so, he's cancelled though for, for yeah it. obviously yeah <laughs> I mean that character ends up being a bit of a cock anyway as the movie goes yeah. on so and uh, also so, uh, what's really weird too about these um, you know because we're talking about the scenes with the brother uh, so his whole interaction with um, the was it the other character Sal the kind of like sleazy so yeah this is, guy. this is the guy who wants Judy and shows up to try and just find out where she's going and ends up trying to so, bribe the little brother uh, to which the little brother says, I'm easily quarter to be- betray my beloved <laughs> sister. And then I think he takes a $1 bill afterwards and just offers yeah. the information. And I'm like, okay, th- he didn't have to go that high when you're, uh, you're betrayal, did he? <laughs> um, but I just think it's so funny because, like, don't you, doesn't it seem like the movie is setting up that, like, this is going to be, like, a bad guy. Like, he's, you know, he's going to be a creep that's, like, stalking them. And then uh, it ends up kind of making him, like, almost like a hero. Like... I, do, yeah, like... I think that's the point is it's, it's trying to swerve you later that while he's a bit of a sleazeball he ends up trying to like help later when people are in danger whereas Jay well he doesn't even get a chance to help people he doesn't like he's kind of just killed before he knows that there's anything actual creepy going on but he's just a dick in a different yeah. way before that where he ditches Judy for not wanting to have sex and mm-hmm. locks her in a room for some reason I wasn't sure if did he actually lock her in there or was is it just like the house yeah, honestly, yeah, it may not have been him. It may have been spooky yeah. stuff that locked her in the room. But, and like, even before, like, spooky stuff, like, starts going down, like, he's, like, <laughs> a real piece of shit because they're just, like, dancing and he's dancing with his girlfriend and then, like, right. just looks at, over at another girl and is like, see ya. Yeah, he looks over at Linnea Quigley dancing all slutty and he's like, yeah, I'll dance with her instead. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a red flag, Judy. This is yeah. this is what we call in the business a red flag. <laughs> it's not even like she like pulled him away and was like, oh come on, one dance or something. He was like, oh, I, what can I do? He was like, yeah, he was just like, oh, I'm actively choosing to stop dancing with my girlfriend and go dance uh, <laughs> with Leanna quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, other key points from all this family stuff before Judy leaves her house is the mum makes these little chocolate treats that, oh, look, right. <laughs> that look like little shits from like a small animal. Mm-hmm. It's it's very weird. And I, I, you know, I'm on Jay's side when he says, no, I don't think I will. I, I, yeah. I'm okay, thanks. Uh, they, they don't look very appealing. Uh, no. Meanwhile, in the middle of all this, you know, I think in between some of these scenes <clears> when we get the introduction to Suzanne and Angela, mm-hmm. who are at the store robbing them blind, uh, with the with mm-hmm. the power of panties, yeah, <laughs> and I, I believe it's not just like the clerks working there that are looking at him, but they seem to have like entranced like pretty much All, every guy, yeah. every man <laughs> in this. Even though this is maybe someone in high school, so she's maybe mm-hmm. like seventeen. Every mm-hmm. single man, no matter their age, is just staring <laughs> at her ass and just oogling and aggling. I, I, honestly, the thing that got me is that 
uh, Angela who's going around and just taking mm-hmm. stuff off the shelves and putting it in this big bag. I'm like, it's like mm-hmm. a big sack, and I'm like, why? Why is not? <laughs> it's not like the sh- the shops empty. Like there's actually a lot mm-hmm. of people like taking stuff and up and down the aisles. And I was like. Mm-hmm. Why are the, why is no one reacting to her just shoving stuff in this big sack? She's clearly still in it. You, you, yeah. Not that I'm saying they'd rat on her or anything, but you would think at least one of the, the housewives or something who are just doing mm. their shopping would look over and be like, at least give her like an eyeball. Just like a... Yeah. Like, seriously? <clears throat> I don't know. Very yeah. weird. Also, I could be wrong, but like I was trying to pay attention to what she was picking up. And you know, some of it was like, you know, it was like snacks, it was candy, mm-hmm. it was drinks and whatever. But I'm sure at one point she picked up a packet of spaghetti, which I thought was a weird... <laughs> like, it's not like we're, they're going to... I mean, maybe they were mm. going to cook something later before, you know, some of them got possessed. I don't know, but... Well, maybe she thought if, like, the, the seance didn't really pan out, <laughs> she could do that game where, like, everyone closes their eyes and you pass, like, spaghetti around and you're like, these are the intestines of a dead man. I was going to make a joke where she was going to tell people to stick spaghetti up their bum, but then you said something that was almost as weird, to be honest. You know a game I'm talking about. Like, everyone closes <laughs> their eyes and, like, you pass around these bowls with, like, <clears throat> you know, they'll have, like, peeled grapes and they'll be like, these are the eyes oh, okay. of the, you know, and then... I'm not sure spaghetti would be a good pick for that. It's supposed myself. to be intestines, but I don't know. It's... Oh, but she'd cook them. She'd cook them. You mean first, right? Yes, yes. Okay. yes. I was imagining the hard spig, like the hard spaghetti. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Like, why, why, why would anyone mistake that for intestines? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know it's spaghetti. Maybe you could convince me it was like bamboo or something. <laughs> I don't know, but... This is the bamboo that uh, made a panda starve to death because they couldn't reach it. I don't know. <laughs> Pandas can reach out. They can climb. They're climbers. Oh, pandas can climb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one thing people ought to know. <laughs> it's the only thing I know about pandas. <laughs> they climb and eat bamboo, mm-hmm. and they're endangered. Anyway, funny go. And there's also like, uh, <laughs> like back in the '90s. I don't know if you remember that show when animals attack. Uh, <laughs> I remember it existing. I don't know if I ever actually watched it. <laughs> it was, it's literally just footage of people getting attacked by animals. Uh, but I remember there was like a clip of like a guy's like sitting like with his back to a panda cage at a zoo, and like the panda just starts like mauling him, and like the guy is well, like starts flopping. And there, there like... was that, and there was also just the funny whole movie shows, mm-hmm. and those are all dead now because YouTube exists. People just put them on YouTube yeah. themselves. But in the nineties, you had to send them into a TV studio, and they'd pick the best ones to put into a. It's true. Some montages and stuff. <laughs> it's uh, usually just some guy getting hit in the balls with <laughs> something. <laughs> Which is, uh, imagine, like, imagine how many shit ones they got. Like the people employed to look through all the all the videos they got, but must have been, must have been a depressing, soul crushing job. I sent one of our episodes in. <laughs> I never, <laughs> never heard back. <laughs> Well, I think the fact that those shows were already extinct by the time we started this was probably <laughs> your your first uh, mistake, Tim. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anywho, um, mm-hmm. so it sets up them. It also sets up that the three people we already met in the car are on the way mm-hmm. to the party. Uh, Judy and uh, Jay pick up uh, Jay's like friends. The you know the guy and the girl uh, was it Franny <laughs> and Max. Mm-hmm. And they're and despite the fact that the other three were in a car and going past the old man. And then Judy bumped into the old man before she even got home to get dressed and changed to then leave with Jay like half an hour, one hour later, however long that was. Mm-hmm. They somehow are only like a minute behind the other car when that car runs off the road and breaks down. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. So some the timing here uh, was a bit oogly boogly for my liking, Tim. They might have stopped, uh, you know, for a little bit to catch an early show in the Back to the Future or something. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tim. Oh my god. Back to the Future <laughs> was out in 1985. It's 1988. What? what, what? <laughs> well, Back to the Future too. Then I don't know. <laughs> that came out in '89. You couldn't even pick a period appropriate film. Well, I'm sure there were some, you know, retro theaters that were playing the first one to get people amped for the second one. <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. You know, stuff plays. You know, the stuff used to play in theaters longer. Everything is like, you know, they're, they're out in two months now, and, and you got your your digital doodads that pl- play it back <laughs> or whatever. But you know, before it used to have there used to be people that would take the film reels and they would run from theater to theater, and then you had to. <laughs> You had to make yes. sure you got there just in time. Yes, although VHS was definitely established mm. quite heavily by 1988, so I don't think the runs were quite as legendary as three years later anymore, but mm-hmm. yeah. And VHS better than Blu-ray, I'll just, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you own a VCR, Tim? Uh, no, uh, if anyone wants to send me one... Um, just send me a message I'll, I'll give you my address no one send uh, them one he he's saying this to annoy me but he doesn't want to watch fuzzy pan and scan copies of old movies but the, the blu-ray copies are so the discs are so slippery and you're always dropping them <laughs> when you're trying to put them in the system the vhs that, they were nice and sturdy that's why i went digital tim i don't have to handle anything mm. my hands mm. are free to touch whatever they please Ugh, so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I never said anything creepy. Any creepiness is happening is in your mind. That's that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's on you. Well, who has access to my mind? <laughs> um, I'm not even convinced you do. To be honest, at this point. <laughs> so, anyway, everyone ends they arrive up... at Hull House. Yes, which is an odd name for it. To be honest. Uh, they're Hulk referencing the, uh, the infamous movie Hell House. <laughs> but it wasn't Hell, Hell House. House. It was, it was, but it wasn't Hell House or Hell House. It was Hall House. Yeah, this one. Yeah, but it's they didn't want to get sued, so they <laughs> changed the letter. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so they get to the part, and, it's not, and it's, uh, we've described every character, right? This is everyone who goes. Uh, they've got a strobe light. They've got some music and a boombox, and party. they dance a bit. Hell drink yeah! Occasionally, oh, and Sal's already there because he bribed the the location of this party out with the little brother. He's already waiting in a coffin when they come in, and he pops mm-hmm. his head out, uh, which upsets Jay quite a bit. But hey ho, everyone he counts down. The heart of Judy. <laughs> Uh, not quite yet because mm-hmm. she still thinks she's betray at this point. They, like they mm-hmm. say, we get the scene where they're dancing, <coughs> and Jay just starts to wander off to to someone else, like mm-hmm. it's nothing. So now the the thing that's kind of strange is you you were mentioning before how Angela is kind of like the through line for you know the franchise, and even um, the first movie, she's she's the one on the poster, like she's the one they yeah, put on the poster all and, the time. <laughs> And I feel like the poster has something about like, you know, like Angela invited them to a party or something. Like it, like it made it seem like you know she's very like devious or, or whatever. And Actually, it's kind of funny. I'm going to read the tagline in the poster because okay. it's it's quite famous for a reason. 
because it references okay. some other movies. Angela's having a party. Jason and Freddy are too scared to come, but you'll have a <laughs> hell of a time. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, no I'm, mention I'm of Suzanne. Sold. This is this is yeah. like both of them are throwing this party, but for some reason it's just <laughs> Angela's the only one who gets the credit outside the movie. Yeah, and so I, I wonder if maybe I, I'm trying to think if like I, I don't know if I've maybe seen parts of the sequels. If maybe I'm conflating some stuff that happens in there, but for some reason I always thought that we get more of an explanation that like. Uh, for some reason, I, even though I've seen this like multiple times, like I, going in in here, I thought that there was something where like she was trying to get revenge on these people, so like she was purposely like planning this party where, you know, she knew Ooh, that I don't know. there were gonna be demons and stuff. But no, that that doesn't really happen in the movie. It it seems like, um, I don't know. <laughs> like what are, what are her goals? Like she just wants to do something kind of spooky. I, well, I, like, I, I, yeah, I don't think Angela knows something real is going to happen. I yeah. think they're just going to do a seance because they think it'll be a spooky little silly thing to do. They don't think anything's going to actually happen. Yeah. And then... Which is weird that, like, my memory was it, that it was more devious, that, like, it, like she knew that this was happening, and for some reason she wanted to revenge these people. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm complaining with, like, a different movie or nah, something, but... Th- 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 yeah. This was the horror movie equivalent of intentionally slipping on a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, because they basically just, like, for some reason, Roger's already spooked out just by the... <laughs> like he finds the mirror and he, he starts acting really creeped out by it and i'm like it's just a mirror what, what about mm. this is creeping you out but then angela says oh it's this is a special mirror and if we all sit down and do a seance in front mm. of it it'll turn black and then it'll show like whoever's talking to it in the future kind of thing uh and so they do it mm-hmm. it goes black but then someone says something but as it, just before it it sort of goes back to normal, you see like sort of the, the the demonic skull that's like in the reflection, and then you get it's only once, but there is like a very Evil Dead shot where it's like a POV of like the spirit coming out of the furnace <laughs> in the basement, and it kind of like you see like a POV flying around the hall shot. It's it's very much like the Evil Dead <laughs> camera going through the woods, uh, yeah. maybe not quite as effective, but it's definitely the same kind of idea. So. Yeah. Uh, that, that it, it comes out of the party, it looks around, and then it goes into uh, Suzanne's mouth. It goes into Linnea mm-hmm. Quigley's mouth, and then she's possessed and immediately mm-hmm. starts. She was already acting kind of slutty, but now once she's possessed, she's like, no, she's now she's like <laughs> crazy slutty kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe you also like get a, a shot in the mirror of I forget who it is, but like someone like their face slamming against the mirror. But it was kind of a cool shot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the mirror smashes at the end of the, the scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, they, they all just kind of like break off to go do different things, to go be mm-hmm. couples somewhere. Um, for a while, two of the couples are together, but then they split up. Uh, it leaves. Um, Linnea Quigley wants to go to the bathroom. Uh, Suzanne, that is, and uh, Bebop's like, "Hey." I'll come and protect you. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I feel like pork tonight. So there's all these pig <laughs> references, but uh, she doesn't actually take him out of the bathroom with her. She just sort of mm. leaves him outside and he eventually gets bored and yeah. goes back to the, the 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 main room, which by the time he does that, Angela's already set her hands on it. Well, actually, this is an important detail. Angela's mm. also possessed at this point because before mm. she goes to the bathroom, Suzanne walks over to Angela and makes out with her. And right. I guess passes the demon to her as well. So mm-hmm. now they're both crazy yeah. and slutty and whatever. And the guys are watching this like hot dog. Like, like we oh, hit the jackpot. Best Halloween ever. Is what they're thinking. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah she, she sets her hands on fire and that freaks mm. out sal who sort of runs away uh mm. so when bebop comes back and angela's like hey will you dance with me St- uh, stooge was that his name stooge stooge that was stooge, stooge. not, not yeah. spooge spooge is <laughs> semen <laughs> um, uh, Very good. and they start dancing and she's like kiss me stooge so he's like oh yeah and he started and the camera's sort of slowly spinning around him and it's almost romantic with a strobe light going off mm-hmm. in the fireplace and then he starts like screaming because she's biting something and mm-hmm. then he sort of pulls back in horror and there's blood dripping out of her mouth and she eventually spits out his tongue and it's like ooh, <laughs> nasty <laughs> couldn't happen to a nicer guy <laughs> um I I do wish I took the time to write down uh you know some of Stooge's lines because I um I, I can't remember off the top of my head but pretty much everything he said was like so dumb and gross but like very funny. Yeah, it's like at one point someone says they smell something and he says, "Oh no, our man Roger over here just lay out a, a slow bit of wind after he ate too much of that." So you know, he said something yeah. just kind of gross about a fart. And it, yeah, he's got a lot of like really crude lines like that. He's he's lewd. He's crude. He's he's got attitude. He's uh, he's the guy you love to hate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so meanwhile, the two main couples, well, I say the main couple, which is Judy and mm-hmm. and Jay, are alone in like a, you know, a medical room somewhere, and mm-hmm. they're kissing, and she's trying to tell him to slow down, and then he basically says something to the effect of. Well, you already had sex with that guy, Sal's, mm-hmm. and so why not me too? Let's go for it. And she's like, wait, why do you think I had sex with him? So, well, you went out with him, didn't you? You went on one day. To be fair, you can't argue with that logic. He's <laughs> making some pretty sound points. <laughs> and she's like, so you think I had sex with him? And he's like, well, did you? And she's like, that's none of your business. Uh, mm-hmm. Given how like, innocent she seems to be in the rest of the movie, it does not feel like she did have sex with him. But the movie actually, I don't, I don't think, think so. Yeah, it never mm-hmm. answers it though, does mm-hmm. it? It never actually tells you if they did have no. a, have kinky time together. Which you know what, we don't need to know. That's you know, oh, yeah. that's her prerogative. If she wants to tell us, she'll tell us. Um, it does seem kind of weird because it's like I, uh, I mean, I don't know if they they mentioned it earlier, but they, it seems like they'd been a couple for a while. Like like it felt like. Like, I, I didn't get the feeling that they, like, just started going out. Like, but I don't know, maybe no. they have, like, <laughs> from these scenes, it kind of makes it seem like, oh, maybe they're not as... Yeah, it feels like a yeah, first date. Yeah. But, like, yeah. before, it kind of felt like, oh, you know, they must have been going steady for, like, uh, at least a little while. Yeah, at the start of the movie, it feels like they're already, like, a couple. And then by this point in the movie, it feels like, no, this sounds more like a first date. And he's he's making some, you know, shrewd moves to try and, <laughs> you know, get things moving along. Uh yeah. And then he gets angry and says, well, fine then, and just storms off. And either he locks the door or the haunted house locks the door. We're not really sure. (laughs) But uh, he ends up stumbling into uh, a room with Linnea Quigley, right? Suzanne is Mm -hmm. on her own. And she's got this whole scene where she kind of, like, rips open her a shirt like she's Superman just to reveal her boobs, <laughs> right? And then it cuts... Of course, you, you see this and you're like, oh, it's like Superman. Yeah, Superman, but with tits. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but it, it, that's the end of a scene that cuts away and it comes back. And there was also... She had a scene as well earlier where she was with Sal and she was trying to talk him into doing stuff and mm-hmm. he was like, no, you're creeping me out. I'm leaving. Uh, mm-hmm. But it comes back to her and she's like drawing... She's drawing a heart on her face with a lipstick and mm-hmm. then she's sort of drawing it down her chest and like a rounder, almost spiraling into her nipple. And mm. then 
But I noticed during the shot that they looked like fake. And when I say they look fake, I don't mean they looked enhanced. I'm not right, saying right. she had a, I mean, she probably, maybe she did have a boob job, but like that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying mm-hmm. it looked like a prosthetic, right? And I was like, why does it look kind of fake? And it's because there, there's a, an effect moment at the end of the, the shot where she pushes the lipstick into her nipple as if there's like a, an opening for it. And then she pu- brings her hand away and like, is everything's just back to normal. So I think they built like a fake boob to to do this with. Well, dear um, Lord, I hope they did. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I did think though, like, couldn't you have got a magician to train her how to do this so it looked real? Oh, sure. But yeah. all, all she was doing was making it look she was pushing it in, but actually she was just taking it into her hand. Um, Come to think of it, I, I do think this was part of a David Copperfield's act. He used to close <laughs> with the lipstick <laughs> and the nipple. But you know what I'm talking about? There's lots of magicians who'll do that thing where they'll push an object mm-hmm. into their hand or their forehead or wherever, and it's just a it's just an illusion, right? Yeah. But it looks like here they actually made some fake boobs to, to, to actually take in the, the item, which I thought was... Yeah interesting i for the life of me i cannot tell you why but for some reason this scene freaks me out so much i don't know i (laughs) i i I hate it like well i i hate it but i'm also fascinated by it but it's like there's something about Mm. it like confused yeah aroused yeah (laughs) it's because like the thing is like it's not like gory you know it's like there's no blood or anything no it's it's kind of icky it's just the yeah it's the thought about it it, yeah it's the thought of a part of a body that's not meant to open it up opening up yeah and then closing again (laughs) and then there's something just inside there now just feels kind of weird i don't know yeah it's yeah there's something off putting about it also Uh, it's just like so like it's it's very random and it's like why is she doing that like it's not yeah, yeah, why? That's, good. That's a very good question. Why? It's not even like there's any other person there to like, it'd be one thing if it's like, oh, I'm going to freak this person out by doing this, but it's like, there's literally no one there. <laughs> it feels like a really just over-the-top excuse just to have her take her top off, to be honest. You know? Like, we want, we all have the character be topless, so we're going to do it. Uh, not that it stops there, though, because then Jay walks in and finds her, and she just goes over and unzips him and he's like okay i'll stop talking about whatever i was talking about i guess we're doing this so I mean, he had a funny line or something where he was like you know like good makeup job or something like <laughs> stupid like <laughs> um so she unzips him and for some reason because again it cuts away another scene here and it comes back to it but for some reason she goes over she's on her knees she unzips him and there's a shot of him mm-hmm. reacting being like well who cares about anything else i guess we're doing this and for some reason, the scene ends with him like going down out of frame, and I thought, I thought the whole point was she's she about to give you a blowjob. Like I, I, I thought what that's it what seems this, like. Yeah, yeah. But then he's like, no, 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 no. I don't, I, I don't do the oral stuff. I just want you to go down for normal sex. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, none for me. Uh, but uh, then they're having sex. She's on top of him. Uh, actually, before she's on top of him, we get the rare, and I feel like I'm emphasizing the nudity too much here, but. Uh, we get the rare 80s bush because in the 70s it was very common it wasn't as common mm-hmm. in the 80s for this to happen but uh why didn't they mention that in totally killer seems like that was a missed opportunity <laughs> i think because it was a like a pg-13 style movie Tim, <laughs> as the answer to that but yeah uh again it's just yeah th- this the nudity in this, for the most part, is just kind of gratuitous, but that's mm-hmm. almost part of the charm when you're watching like a movie like this now from the past. For sure, yeah. I mean, there's like, yeah, it's not P- like very PC, I guess, but like again, that's kind of the charm, and like you know, you, you obviously you don't, you know, 
necessarily agree with like you know some of the stuff in it but i don't know there there is a cheesiness a sleaziness to it that is kind of fun to watch um yeah I don't know, maybe I'm a horrible person. <laughs> I mean, you're definitely a horrible person, Tim, but I just don't know if this factors into it, necessarily. Uh, but yeah, she's on top of him, they're having sex, and then she decides to start acting... I say she decides. She starts acting weird and saying, hey, why are you looking at me like that? And he's like, wait, what? What? No, we're having sex. I'm having a great time. Go <laughs> Get on with it. Get on with it. And she just sort of keeps saying, stop looking at me like that. Stop looking at me like that. And then she pokes out his eyes with her thumbs <laughs> Uh, it's a bit of a, you know, a Michael Myers-esque moment. And it's a very ironic death because he, you know, um, he used to, he loved using his eyes. <laughs> Most people love using their eyes, Tim, to be fair. But he really, like, he was leering at, like, you know, the, the women oh. earlier, so he clearly true, liked... True, true. <laughs> so it's very poetic. So so this is like a comeuppance for him, is what you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, I'll go with it. Uh, meanwhile, the other couple have found a room with some coffins. And, oh, yeah. And Max turns to Franny and says, Hey, I've never done it in a coffin before. And she's like, Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but let's get to it then. And then next time we cut back to them, uh, she's just on top of him while he's lying in the coffin and they're mm-hmm. having a grand old time. Mm-hmm. So. Like, like, he says something weird I, I think where he says something like, like like oh like be careful like I can't bend that way or something I wasn't really sure no she says that to him which I thought was a really strange line because literally mm-hmm. in the moment when she says it she's on top of him and he's not really even yeah. moved like he's still just lying there and I'm like what's there's, he doing that's making you think you're supposed to bend like there's only way. so much space uh, in a coffin like you can't really yeah too much it, it was it was a weird line a, a dialogue <laughs> but uh, uh this is where bebop who mm-hmm. has since himself uh because he got mm-hmm. his tongue bit off that's turned him into I, I would say that everyone else who gets killed turns into just more of a typical zombie like it feels like they're not as smart as like angela and uh suzanne like the rest of yeah. them just kind of saunter around and try and kill people mm-hmm. yeah they don't uh, have much of a personality but he he shows they... up uh, he he snaps uh, the girl's neck, uh, Franny, mm-hmm. uh, pushes her on top of him, and then just tries to shut the coffin lid mm-hmm. as uh, Max is screaming. <laughs> but Max's arm is like outside the coffin, and like Bebop just keeps slamming it down and slamming <laughs> it and slamming it until eventually the arm comes off. Uh, you don't actually see. I, I was hoping for a fun shot where you actually see it come down. Mm-hmm. You don't see that, but what you do see later is that when Judy's in this room later on, she she runs into the arm and like kicks mm-hmm. it away. So you do see the arm <laughs> later, but you don't get like a great moment of it like actually separating, yeah. if you will. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it is a fun sequence though. Uh, although mm-hmm. I will say at this point, I was surprised with how quickly some of the characters were being killed. I was like, oh damn, we're really yeah. firing through these characters at this point. Oh for sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, when these two show up as zombies later. Um, mm-hmm. Max is missing his arm. He's walking around mm. with one arm. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, <laughs> here, here's where the movie structure really does... It's hard to kind of, like, remember. Because there's a lot mm. of, like, running through the corridors and, like, Angela's, like, being spooky at the end of the hallway. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's a few moments like that sort of sprinkled in here. As Judy finally gets out... Um, It's, it's when um, Roger and Helen come... Or at least Roger <laughs> comes back. Because... He, Roger and Helen were trying to leave the place mm-hmm. and the, the gate magically disappeared so it's just a wall around mm-hmm. the building now. So 
they couldn't get out and Helen just kind of disappeared. So she literally Batmaned out of a scene and then showed <laughs> up dead. Like the next time we see Roger yeah. waiting in the car, her body just lands on the car. So he comes back in, he frees uh, Judy out of the room she was locked in mm-hmm. and Sal sort of shows up around this time as well. So we, we get a little chunk of the movie mm-hmm. with them all running from the various mm-hmm. demons and possessed people around the building uh, until, you know, some mm-hmm. big... Big high stakes antics happen on the roof. Was I think yeah. the next big stuff. So like a you know a little bit of credit to the movie. I don't know if this was intentional, but yeah, I was like pretty surprised at the people that you know end up surviving the the longest. Like you know, like we kind of mentioned like <clears throat> you know with Roger, you know, kind of subverting that that trope of like the black person dying first, and um and then also again with Sal, like you know he seems like he's gonna be you know again the more like creepy stalkery guy that which i guess technically he is but you know like that's usually more of like a bad guy thing but he's kind of like you know saving the day in these parts uh so yeah actually there's a great line here uh, subversion yeah after judy gets out of the locked room they go into the room where uh suzanne is with the the now well he's not dead dead you know he's possessed i guess but uh sal's lying there dead with his eyes like popped out Mm -hmm. and suzanne's just sitting in the corner judy and roger i think it is come into the room and Judy just looks up and says, hey, do you want to have an orgy? <laughs> I, I'm sure if we try, we can get uh, Jay hard again. And he's just lying there with his eyes popped out. Uh, I, I got a chuckle out of that. I thought that was yeah, kind of funny. That's uh, funny. Uh, so yeah, they end up, there's a, a lot of chasing that goes on here. Um, Judy ends up in the roof. Uh, Jay jumps down uh, trying to get out and she's trying to like, sort of drop down. Uh, when, not Jay, Roger. Sorry, Roger. Yeah, Roger's trying to get down. Uh, and then Sal jumps out and sort of tackles Angela, who's on the roof as well. Mm-hmm. And they end up diving off the roof. And I was actually quite surprised here that this is how Sal dies. Because yeah. he lands on like a, you know, a bit of a fence or something that goes through his chest. Mm-hmm. So he's got like a big stake through his heart. Mm-hmm. So he's dead now at this point. <laughs> um, our two surviving characters end up running down to the crematorium. Um, mm-hmm. I actually thought they were a little bit stupid here at a point because they said, hey, what's that door? Maybe it goes somewhere. And then she opens this big metal door and is surprised to find it's the crematorium. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what building you're in, right? This is not a right. surprise that this is what it is. Because she puts her hand in mm-hmm. and rummages around and finds a skull. And I'm like, why are you... Stop putting your hand in there. Of course you're going to find a skull. <laughs> it's the most likely place to find a skull. I mean, maybe... Okay, not really. Like, actual crematoriums in the modern day, mm-hmm. I'm sure, have very strict health and safety standards and always have to clean them sure. out and mm-hmm. so on and so on. But this is a creepy old crematorium. Like, mm-hmm. finding a skull in there is about the most likely thing you're probably going to find. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't, they don't really go too much, uh, or maybe not even at all, uh, into the backstory of this place. But I, I can assume nah. that there's probably some shenanigans that went down. <laughs> there's, like, a little story at one point. The only thing that I remember being brought up later, and I don't even know how they knew this, honestly. But early on in the movie, they established there was an underground sort of, like, uh mm. river or something like a, oh, the a stream, water, yeah yeah mm-hmm. that runs around the perimeter of the building and at the end of the movie when they're trying to get over the wall judy says oh we have to get in the outside <laughs> of the, the water once mm. we're on the outside of the water we're, we're free and like they'll be in here and like they'll go at daytime because they're free to roam around because it's halloween but once you mm. know it's november 1st and not at midnight you'd be like dawn when once it's dawn in november mm. 1st they'll just go away uh, but we get this whole sequence where they're they're climbing over the wall and the only thing to claim is barbed wire, so their hands are getting all cut up. And mm-hmm. um, 
It seems like Roger might ditch her and leave her to die, which would have been a bold choice, but he does come back for her. He does, like, mm-hmm. show up and pull her up and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's all right. All, all the zombies are coming at them towards the end, but they get out just mm-hmm. in time, and then the sun seemingly melts or kills them all? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Um, If I do have a... Uh, some minor complaints. It doesn't really affect my enjoyment that much, but um, two things I, I I really did not like in the movie is I I didn't like the demonic voice that they use. Um, oh sure, yeah. Like it, it sounds very like Saturday morning cartoon. Like like that seems like an eighties cartoon bad guy where you know it's very like like I don't know. <laughs> I I can't do it, but you know what I mean. Like it's. Um, it, it's that type of voice, which just, it doesn't sound scary at all to me. It just sounds like kind of goofy. Um, and then also, yeah, the kind of big skeleton looking demon thing. Um, yeah, I, I didn't think that looked great. <laughs> yeah. Which never really does much. All you just, you see it like at the start mm-hmm. on the reflection and you see it at the end when the sun's coming up, it's like, that's what's been sent back to hell. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing that's possessed them and stuff. Uh, but it's, yeah. it's not like you ever see this big skeleton chasing anyone or anything like that. It's not right, that type yeah. of movie. So. It's not that type of movie. No. no. It's not big giant skeleton chasing you movie. I'm glad you agree, Tim. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for I think for me, I, I just, I wish there was a slightly better script where there's like more of a structure mm-hmm. to what's happening. Like once things start going down with I the think, possessions. Yeah. Like, like you were saying that, you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, talk about the events uh, chronologically. And uh, yeah, I, I think part of it is like with these type of movies where there's uh, just like a lot of back and forth, it is kind of hard to, you know, recount it like, uh, you know, accurately because, yeah, there's, there's so many different characters in different rooms and then, you know, characters going into previous rooms and um, yeah, it's yeah, it's a, a lot, lot of back and forth. Yeah, it's a lot of back and forth with rooms, but also like which characters are with other characters, and it's mm-hmm. sort of like back and forth. I think earlier on I said she was with Roger when the orgy line happened, but now that I'm thinking about it, I think that was that was Sal because I think Sal, yeah, I think yeah. Sal jumps out the window in that scene if I remember correctly. Or gets like pushed out. Yeah, yeah, like, he gets pushed out the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So you know, there's a, a lot of like back and forth with all the all the various characters in the same location, so it all kind of blends together a little bit in your head. And you know, I think we focused on obviously the big set piece moments with the the practical effects, the mm-hmm. gore, whether it be the eyes, the arm, mm-hmm. the the weird boob thing that happened. <laughs> um, or forget to mention, there's also um, you know, Judy gets a little bit of a badass moment with um, she has some hairspray and a lighter that uh, sets him on fire. Which, uh, yeah, Wait, they it's, kind not, of sit- it's not a hairspray, Tim. What, what was it? <laughs> I forget. She, she rips out a pipe, uh, the gas line from oh, the, crema- okay, the crematorium, yeah. and then mm-hmm. sets that on fire and creates a flamethrower, which, okay. I mean, it's a good job this place's gas is still flowing in, yeah. even though I don't think anyone's <laughs> paying the bill for it, but, yeah. you know. Uh, I apologize. I was very tired when I watched this, but um, <laughs> it's. <laughs> I did think that was funny, though, because they, like, they they set it up like very like Chekhov's lighter like because they have this like weird scene where she like puts like a lighter on the table in the beginning and Angela's like oh like the ghost won't like you littering and you know you should pick that up and she's like I'm not afraid of ghosts and then is you know, it is it littering though it's a table with like just plates of snacks yeah, no, on it I don't like... know it feels like a weird place to say <laughs> it's littering but yeah okay I think of all the things that they're doing that's probably the least egregious thing that the ghosts or demons are gonna care about <laughs> like. 
Yeah, I should have to lay it on the table. But, but hey, you know, it's a good symmetry for the movie where, uh, hey, you notice they're picking it up and you're like, she's mm, going to use that later at some point. Uh, so basically our two survivors just walk home mm-hmm. and they're walking down the street that we started the movie on. Mm-hmm. And the old man that we saw at the start is being grumpy and he, he sees them walking down the street mm-hmm. with their clothes all kind of like dirty and ripped. He's like, out all night, are oh, these effing kids. I hate a lot of them. <laughs> and he goes back inside and he sits down and his wife gives him a cup of coffee and some pie. And he starts eating the pie mm-hmm. and she mentions it's homemade and she's he's like, when did you do that? During the night? And like, yeah, well, <laughs> there were so many apples left over. I had to do something with them. And then he starts choking and then we get this I would say it's a fun practical effect, but not a good one because it doesn't, it doesn't yes. look very real. But you see, like, sort of like blood starting to gush out of wounds on his neck, and then you see a razor blade sort of sticking out of yeah. one of them, and then he drops dead. And the wife is basically like, just like, Happy Halloween, honey! <laughs> and kisses him on the head. Did she do it on purpose? Like, it seems like she understand. did. <laughs> now, obviously, uh, the, the big thing here is that there is no way in hell you wouldn't notice the razor blade whilst chewing, okay? Yeah, that's a, the always like the the weird thing about the you know the urban legend or whatever like is yeah you wouldn't swallow it like you like maybe if you bite into it yeah it'll like cut your tongue or your gum which is gonna suck but like yeah no one's you would taste it before actually like swallowing it would it. have to be very small to yeah. swallow it without noticing but this mm-hmm. guy apparently has like three razor blades in his throat yeah. <laughs> when all this starts happening and it does a cool thing which like doesn't make sense to me i don't know why it really does this but like you see like there's kind of like these blue veins that like pop up in his yeah, neck it's like, before it's, i think it's like his neck's supposed to be expanding so the veins are getting really big okay. but, but he's getting cut though i don't understand why it's, either it's uh, it's weird it, it's weird but it does look cool but also bad but also <laughs> in a fun way yeah it's kind of amazing <laughs> even though it makes no sense but you go along with it because it's a fun bit and then obviously yeah. the wife just been like <laughs> like she expected that to happen like happy halloween dear cut to credits so yeah i think i think the, the ending scene almost gives gives it another whole half point just for leaving you in a, with a smell oh, in your sure. face yeah yeah so there you go that you know I, you know it's how Hall- they're dressed in halloween costumes it's mentioned a few times mm-hmm. even i guess it's not that important to the plot other than the fact that oh yeah, the demons will disappear once it's not Halloween anymore because they're allowed to roam free because it's all Hallow's Eve. I'm like, okay, all right. So, you know. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. If any filmmakers are listening to this, like, I I, 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 I will probably also give, like, at least, like, a half point or something if something, you know, gets me in the Halloween mood and it it maybe mm. it's, like, a little bit of a cop-out or something, but... Uh, even something as simple as just kind of yeah, seeing some people in costumes and trick or treating and mentioning Halloween, like it, it puts me in like this because yeah, I just love this time of year so much and like just anything that kind of reminds me of, or puts me in this fall, October Halloween mood, like it's you know it, it's it's a little bit of a cheat, but it's an easy thing to do that you know uh, you're already making me happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's no Halloween. Uh, it's mm. no terrifier even at that bar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Although R's going to Christmas. Terrifier <laughs> three is going to be a Christmas movie. That is freaking awesome. I'm just going to say. I love it. it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Night of Demons fun time. I think it's uh, time we rate the movie, Tim. So what you uh, what you give it? <clears throat> um, 
yeah it's uh you know i i feel like it's something where i do enjoy it the more uh i watch it because like, i have fun with it and then but then i don't always like again like i said like it's not a perennial like must watch october movie but i i do usually like think about it around this time of year and if i haven't seen it in a while I go like oh yeah i, I should revisit this um Again, you know, it, it is very cheesy. It is very 80s, uh, but in a, a good, you know, fun way. The characters are over the top, but I think that's what, you know, makes it very watchable to the point where, yeah, even, you know, like the half hour or, or you know, 20 minutes or, or whatever before any horror stuff starts happening, I'm still having a good time because, you know, these characters are just <laughs> so dumb, but, they, but they're, you know, very fun to watch. Um, if anything, um, I like that first 20, 30 minutes the most because it's the yeah. most structured of the, of the movie. For sure. And then it, and there's so much like weird little touches that don't make sense, aren't really helping the movie, but that's the kind of like, you know, all, all the stuff with the brother and, and stuff that's just like, or, or like, yeah, the, the mother making those weird like chocolate things. Like the, this does not need to be in the movie at all, but it's this kind of weird stuff that like makes it stand out and be like, oh, like this is you know uh fun um and again it, it's got those little halloween flourishes that are that are gonna be in the mood uh <laughs> it makes it sound like sexual or something uh but in the mood for halloween uh i should say um so yeah i mean i i like it i think i i'm just gonna go a, a smidge below seven i think i'm gonna give it a 6.5 and the the, the reason i i want to go as high as a seven but i think the problem is is like the horror stuff doesn't really wow me like the the stuff that i really like about this is like the fun characters and and their dynamics and the horror stuff isn't bad like there's you know a few good kills here and there but um you know a, a lot of times like the i don't think like the demonic transformations are that like impressive like it just kind of looks like you know uh people with like you know some like kind of like sharp teeth and a little bit of messed up like you know expanded features and stuff but like i don't i don't really like love the looks and like i was saying like the voice is like a little too cartoony and, and stuff for me uh i do like a messed up like house that can you know mess with you like um you know in, in that way some of the stuff you know reminded me uh of evil dead but like you know I, I like stuff where it's like oh we're trapped like a gate just magically disappears and we're trapped in this messed up house uh you know, that, that stuff I, I do like, but I don't know. I wish the demons were almost a little bit more demon-y. And then, like you kind of mentioned before, the other people that get demonized, they, you know, they don't really have any personality or, or do much. They're just, yeah, uh, a, a, maybe a, a tad boring. So, uh, yeah, that's why I kind of dock at a point, but uh, and don't go, like, to a full seven. But I, I still think it's a really good, fun time. I like it. Yeah, I think it's a six for me. Um, I think the lack of, like momentum and structure once the real plot gets going it's too much of a big problem for me to like give it a super high rating mm -hmm. of any kind but the characters are memorable there's fun practical effects like it's mm -hmm. i say it's a fun watch around this time of year but i'd mm -hmm. almost recommend it as like put it on as like a like you say like a party movie or when you're mm -hmm. doing something else i think if you're sitting just paying attention sure. to it it's a little lacking in like the actual engagement to really be into mm -hmm. the whole time completely so I think it's a solid six. Uh, it's a six that I recommend, mm -hmm. but it is still a six, uh, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think the obvious thing to do is do the sequel next year. So next October, I guess, we'll... Mm -hmm. Maybe not for Halloween night itself, like this one, but, but you know, mm -hmm. I think we should do Night of the Demons 2 next October. Sure. I think that sounds mm -hmm. like a plan. 
Uh, so, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Christine Taylor's in the second one, apparently. I don't remember that. Oh, wow. So, Interesting. There you go. That's Ben Stiller's wife, or ex-wife. I don't know if they're still married, but... <laughs> Let us know in the comments, <laughs> I guess. What is Ben Stiller in, in the comments? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he probably listens. He's like, yeah, he's gonna be like angry. Like, no, we broke up in 2012, you assholes! Like, how Thanks dare for you? Reminding me, <laughs> I'm still heartbroken over it. Um, uh, if that couple can't make it, you know, what hope do any of us have? <laughs> so anyway, that is uh, Night of the Demons. Uh, then that wraps up the October thon. Like we said, patrons uh, also got a bonus movie <sighs> on Halloween Day as well. Uh, that's Primal Rage. There was another bonus movie earlier in the month. And the bonus movies are back now, monthly on Patreon. $3 and up, you get access to an extra streams after midnight. Usually some sort of B-movie or something that we think might be fun to watch and talk about. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Uh, so you can support us over there by, and get access to that content. And of course, you can uh, look forward to uh, regular episodes. In fact, November, we will not have any regular episodes of Screams. We are instead going to redo our top 100 horror movies. We laugh at that. You can look forward to regular episodes. Next month, we're not going to do any regular episodes. <laughs> well, we're not okay. regular, regular. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but yeah, we'll be doing our top 100 uh, horror movies over the course of November. It's kind of like a break from reviewing movies because we've done so many of them in the last, you know, for us, it's been about two months of recording. Obviously, you've got them all in one month. But, yeah. Um, uh, but we, I mean, we didn't skip in October. We did quite a quite a few this month. So I oh, hope, we did. Uh, yeah. We did way more than last year. Yeah. So I hope you freaks enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, hopefully you had fun. Uh, so November's top 100. Uh, that'll be in three parts, maybe four, depending on how we split it up. And then, uh, obviously, December's Christmas horror movie season. So you'll get at least a couple of Christmas horror movies. Uh, and then into January, February, we'll be doing uh, catch up in a twenty twenty three movies we've not done. So if you're wondering where Saw X is or where uh, Exorcist Believer are or hell even Five Nights at Freddy's, don't worry, <laughs> they're all coming. <sighs> not reviewing they're very well, to Tim. You, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's not reviewing very well, but it did make a lot of money opening weekend. So it's a phenomenon, mm. Tim. We got to talk about it. Mm. One of us might have seen it already. Keep your mouth <laughs> shut, you filthy spoiler man. We will not be talking about any feelings or anything. Thank you very I'll just, much. I'll just say this. Uh, zip. Move over. Zip, 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 zip. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to say, it's not a spoiler, but I'm just going to say, move over, Mr. Kruger. There's a new Freddy in town. <laughs> <laughs> But it's Freddy's place. It's, he's not one of the monsters. Oh, never mind. Okay. Um, <laughs> Freddy absolutely is one of the... What are you talking about? He's one of the animatronics. Is he? Is one of the bears called Freddy? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Fair enough. <laughs> what, do you think it was just like some guy like Freddy Calhoun that just owned the restaurant? Like, <laughs> Hey, a twist would be that Freddy Krueger built the place, okay? That would actually be an insane <laughs> little uh, tie-in, but you know. Well, unfortunately, we won't be talking about it on the show because it's a video game and you have your own video game podcast, so you and Connor can <laughs> review that one. Uh, I will not be reviewing the video games of Five Nights at Freddy's, thank you very much. <laughs> I played the first one for a few hours one night, and I, that was mm. enough for me to last a lifetime. Mm. Thank you very much. Okay. 
You're but, welcome, uh, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but yeah, you go. That is our final Octoberthon episode. Thank you for joining us this month. Thank you for supporting all mm. the content. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see you for the top 100 over the next few weeks and uh, beyond that, even more stuff. So, thank <laughs> you once again. Keep watching scary movies. Have a nice Halloween night, mm-hmm. and we'll see you next time.